0: Live Smackdown Podcast from the shadows Blake Doing the damn thing WWE What's going on y'all Smackdown Live emanated from Sioux Falls, South Dakota Last night These guys are just traveling Across the world Anyway uh, Opened up the show with uh, Randy Orton Came out Cut his promo on Kofi you uh, got a lot of pepper on uh, the way he was saying stupid. I I think it is just, sometimes you try too hard to uh, recapture the moment. But, I mean, I, I don't even know if we want to call that a critique. It's just like, eh, I mean, the promo was great. It, Randy has some uh, definite, you know, just character enhancement. You know, finally we're getting to see him with a little bit more I mean, he has the attitude, obviously, but instead of going out and being, you know, the 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 cool, seemingly calm viper with the voices in his head, he was definitely very direct with uh, his promo. And the people were feeling it. So um, got a lot up. Finally, the uh, new day music hits. Randy looking up at the stage, waiting for Kofi to come running down. Nope, just like uh, Randy strikes him out of nowhere, Kofi from out of nowhere with the Trouble in Paradise, straight to Randy Orton. Good little fight now, Uh, and this brings out the revival, Kofi fights him off, still chair, a lot of of good stuff here. Kofi looked serious, you know, we had the the seeds planted of this serious, uh, you know, happening with Kofi from uh, last night on Raw. So it was nice. It just didn't seem like Kofi flipped the switch. He had a reason, you know, with you know protecting his brothers and such like that. So that was all. Right. wasn't bad at all. Uh, I'm I'm still pretty high up on uh, what is it? Hashtag FTRKO. I think that's pretty cool. So um, you know, leading into uh, the next pay per views and you know, title defenses and such like that, uh, seeing where they go with the story. Based on the old story, I guess it's uh like you know just the continuation in so many words with Randy and Kofi. I think it's uh I think it's all right. I didn't really uh, know too much about it. Like I said a while ago, I wasn't watching back then when they did have this uh, that match. But hey, it's something that they're playing off of, and the crowd seems to like it a lot. So a uh, uh, good opening segment. Apollo and Andrade went at it. Uh, In the third match First round, King of the Ring tournament Uh, It was a good match We had Apollo looking like he had a little bit more spark And we're just not going to leave that at Apollo I'm sorry Apollo But uh, it it was the entire uh, roster Everybody was on TV Everybody was in the ring There's been a little bit more of a It's just You you see and feel the energy You saw it with Kofi, you saw it with Apollo You heard it with Randy you know, it's, uh, it's very good stuff, and Andrade, come on, man, it's, y'all already know how I feel about Andrade, along with his, along with La Muñeca, so these guys come out, they have their match, and, um, it was a good match, they went back and forth for a little while, wasn't, uh, I think they went through the commercial break, it wasn't a crazy long match, but, uh, the story was, Zelina, uh, is it interfering again, but this time uh grabbing Andrade's leg when I believe uh, Cruz was trying to get him back into the ring and uh, just having enough of that distraction uh, set uh, Cruz up for the hammerlock DDT. So, it was good stuff. Andrade wins, moves forward in the uh, competition. Hold up, let's try to get some of these backstage segments out of the way. Uh, Shane O'Mac, the best in the world. And I'm still getting over uh, the, the cold. Uh, he is uh, backstage in the office, fresh new TV, thank goodness. And um, K.O. comes in. Now, everybody's not a huge fan of K.O. Uh, humbling himself and, you know, trying to get the, uh, get the what is it, the, the fine lifted and such like that. K.O. tried to appeal to the fatherhood and such like that, and I mean, uh, hey, I thought Shane was going to be nice, but apparently he holds a grudge, we'll get into that later on, but Shane did say he could reconsider, well, he would reconsider uh, lifting a fine, and I mean, that's all you can really ask for when someone comes with a seemingly genuine, uh, you know, uh, show of humility, let's just say it like that. Uh, but, I mean, you know, this is WWE. It's great TV. So, uh, Shane said he reconsider. There it is. Uh, Lies backstage, 24-7 style. It's, um... He's backstage, walking around, and he sees... What, what is it? A hooded figure. Turns out this guy's a uh, WWE official. My man, office ref, John Cone. Um, I want to say I have a favorite referee. I like all of them. They're all, you know, unique in their own ways. And they all have their own, you know, uh, what is it, quirks about them in the ring that you can just kind of notice. But whatever. Anyway, Elias sees, sees through the uh, the disguise and tries to see who, you know, who's trying to, you know, make the problem this time. Turns out it's Drake Maverick hiding in a crate. Uh, but because... Elias has his King of the Ring matchup later on. He's going to. Well, the 24/7 rule had been suspended for the evening. Not bad. Not upset. It makes sense. Uh, and you know, shenanigans uh, took a took a back seat with the 24/7 championship last night, only because of the prestigious tournament. Um. Uh, yeah. So Andrade moves forward. Not bad. And uh, we're going to have another one later on. <laughs> Moment of bliss. Our couple. The uh, women's tag team champions. Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss. I heard reference to uh, uh, Nikki Cross becoming a mean girl. Uh, just off of uh, Bliss's influence. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's something WWE could spin in. Uh, potentially if they haven't already been uh, just going with the conditioning. I wouldn't say that that's what they've been going for. I think they just been sh- wanting to show that these guys are, or these, these women are a tag team. And, you know, they, they have no problem with each other. So, uh, it's high. Um, I like the, uh, I like how they have the little women's tag team championship cup holders for the coffee cups. That was a cute little element they added and That's pretty funny. Um... Good stuff though, they've got Charlotte as a guest on A Moment of Bliss. So the Queen comes out, uh, they're talking about, I think, the women's championship being the face of the division, Bailey's name. And, you know, she's the women's champion right now for SmackDown. And, you know, Charlotte pretty much uh, berates her. And, and uh, I think uh, everyone's waiting to see Bailey. With a little more edge, but I think I'm learning to be patient and wait for it because we've seen a little bit of it before. Uh, Sasha's back. Bailey gave an extremely uh, media trained answer regarding it, so it's it's all right. We just it's all right. I'm not mad at it. I'm not upset about it. I'm just uh, I'm going to be patient. You know, I think. Uh, knowing that Bailey does have the edge and it will definitely garner a serious happening yeah you know I think the only one that can't do that right now is Charlotte because she's so high up on the mountain and that's not to put anyone on different levels she's just right now in her own world as far as the reception from the WWE universe goes in my opinion so she can't just have a wild face turn or heel turn, you know. Like I think, honestly, the thing that would probably get Charlotte that type of reception that Becky received, that type of reception that Sasha obviously received, and the type of reception that uh, Bailey can receive, is uh, her going out with Rhonda again, one on one. But that's all in time. I think Becky needs to go with Rhonda once, uh, but right now, everybody's uh, everybody seems. As far as the top of the mountain goes, they seem pretty content. Oh, no, we ain't forget about Dana Brooke. What's going on with Dana Brooke? Uh, Are we we done with the opportunities? We'll see how time uh, continues with that. We got women's tag team championships, and uh, the women's tag team champions have gone through all of the solidified tag teams now in the women's division. So we'll see if uh, more stuff is going to be coming down the pipe in the coming weeks. Either way, Bailey comes out. There's a challenge from Charlotte. Summerslam for the women's championship. Uh, it could if I think if Bailey wins this one, what are we doing? You know, like what's 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 going, what's gonna what's gonna what is gonna be, what's gonna happen if Charlotte takes this one at Clash of Champions? I think she becomes a ten-time women's champion, and definitely has an argument for the greatest of all time. Not even really an argument, but you know she's definitely being positioned, groomed, and conditioned as uh, the top-slotted women's superstar in WWE. Well, woman's superstar in WWE, so it's uh, it's an exciting time for her, I'm sure, and. Her and Bailey do have their match at Clash of Champions, so we'll see. And uh, Bailey got mad and put Charlotte out the chair. <laughs> Ends the segment. Look at that. Just a little bit of edge from Bailey. Charlotte ain't do nothing about it, but she's proven to be fairly calm in these moments of, uh, like, almost getting punked. But we'll see. It's all right. It's all right. Charizard is Charizard. But we'll see how Bailey can come with it. Maybe Bailey can throw some edge in that match. We'll, we'll just have to find out. All right. Buddy Murphy versus Daniel Bryan. Well, the new Daniel Bryan. Uh, man, we all know this little storyline with Roman has been culminating for the past couple of weeks now. Uh, this being, I would call, the top storyline in WWE right now because of how it's being promoted. And, uh, hey, it, you know, DB is doing a great job working with the talent that he's working with. It feels good to, you know, see him being a legend. I mean, he already is, right? But he's really doing, like, legendary stuff. And, uh, I wouldn't say he doesn't necessarily need the win, but it's like, what more can you do as, you know as Daniel Bryan at this point, you know, you could put other superstars uh, over to the moon in so many senses, and I think that's what really what's been going on, and he seems to have no issue doing it, and it, it's it's just working to, it's working out really well, Buddy Murphy, Daniel Bryan go at it, they have the match, I was excited about this match going into it, because, uh, you know, well, first of all, let's just get into this small element from, from the uh, combat standpoint, uh, Daniel Bryan, known, not known for his concussions, but he has been uh, wrought with them throughout his career. And uh, Buddy Murphy is a precision striker with those knees. So, uh, wow! I was everybody's worried, uh, in, in a way, about how Daniel Bryan was going to be receiving some of those knees, but it took him well. It was a good match, good, good match between the two. Uh, Rowan tried to get involved When Daniel Bryan got his leg on the ropes That's where the uh, true story of the match Was beginning to be told Rowan jumps up to the apron uh, a, lot of, a lot of shenanigans In between Not necessarily bad stuff But uh, Murphy pushes DB uh, into the ropes Almost runs into Rowan Stops himself And this is what led Murphy to be able to hit uh, Murphy's Law on Daniel Bryan For the win and wow, you know, after a good match, you know, Daniel Bryan, Buddy Murphy put on a go on, and Buddy Murphy is, uh, you know, kind of solidified. He didn't pick up that win against Roman uh, last week, but he still looked great in defeat, which is all we could ask for. And, you know, he picked up a win on Daniel Bryan. So this this definitely, uh, I wouldn't say skyrockets him. You know, but it totally puts his name in the uh, conversation for the new era of WWE superstars to, you know, just keep your eye on for some potential championship runs. Uh, I think Buddy Murphy has been uh, practicing his promos, clearly and obviously from 205 Live. And uh, he seems ready for for, uh, maybe a maybe another opportunity or two it's not my call I'm just saying uh, just calling out what I'm looking at on the product and it, it does he uh, does seem like he has a little bit of that spark uh, you know just that that good energy that that will get superstars over to that next level but um, all of that remains to be seen either way good match from Buddy Murphy good match from Daniel Bryan good segment all in on, and on. The Revival took on Heavy Machinery. The Revival challenged New Day to the Tag Team Championships at Clash of Champions. Why not? Uh, and had to, had to fight with uh, Heavy Machinery. I wasn't opposed to it. I uh, We haven't seen these guys for a while. There was nothing uh, for them on the shows in the past couple of weeks. But uh, it was definitely uh, welcome. It was welcome to be able to uh, have them come out and show their stuff. So they had a standing match, you know. that went, uh, you know, fundamentals in the ring. Everybody got a chance to show off, and you know, Otis got to hit his worm. Tucker had got to hit his flip at the opening uh, part of the match, you know. So it was all right. Uh, ultimately, the revival did win because of uh, a fundamental. Uh, tag team prowess they know exactly what they're doing in their they're team they work together really well and they've got a lot of momentum on their side especially working with the viper right now so it's it's a good look for them you know like uh they're 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 eating and putting the tag team division back together and it's coming along it was showing a little bit of depth going down and not once they going down and you know but going over and picking up uh, heavy machinery. So, uh, and putting on a good match with him. So, it's not bad at all. Not upset. So, uh, it was a good segment. Ms. TV. With, well, featuring Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn apparently requested time for uh, Ms. TV, just for some TV time to air his grievances. He's clearly uh, upset about how many losses he's been taking, and uh, you know wants to uh, be in a better position. And uh, man, long story short, has uh, has someone that is somewhat in the same boat as him, none other than the artist Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh. Uh, Sh- Shinsuke N- 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 Nakamura Continental. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, um, it was... I I honestly think this is perfect. Shin, he definitely has his English down packed in real life. It's just cutting the promo, memorizing the lines and such like that. I mean, I can't say exactly what his issue is. But I can say that Sami Zayn has been on a certain trajectory. And so has Shinsuke Nakamura. One thing is for sure... The fans have not soured or spoiled on these guys at all. So, knowing that they've actually joined forces and, and now with with Sammy as the mouthpiece to the artist, man, this, this actually has... Uh, it, it's something special. There's magic there, in my opinion. I could be completely wrong, but I think that those two... You know, they've got enough history from NXT having the first match. Well, Nakamura having his first match with Sami Zayn. It being received so well by uh, almost everyone. You know, it's... Uh, I think I think they are on to something with that team. So a beat down on the Miz and Suze. And, um, yeah, now uh, Sami Zayn and Nakamura are, are I think, I would like to see Sami Zayn in a managerial role, being more so the mouthpiece. We all know Sami Zayn can go in the ring, so maybe every so often he jumps in, but not like a tag title run. I don't think I don't think that would be uh, the best use of these two. It's not up to me, but I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't write the product. Either way, it was uh, definitely good stuff. And the most important part, in my opinion, is the Intercontinental Championship, being back in the picture. Now, The Miz, in my opinion, is one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. You can disagree if you like, but he has always made that title feel important. And maybe, just maybe, since he is getting up there and close to... You know, record-breaking territory. Maybe he can get another run with it. We'll see. But um, I it was heel Miz. Really, I don't know how face Miz is going to... Uh, I don't know how he's going to uh, be with the championship. But Tom shall tell, most definitely. Either way, it was a good segment and covered a lot of ground. I'm highly... Highly uh, anticipating exactly just how far these three can go working together in the meantime because it it has it has uh, good feels to it most definitely. Okay, so now twenty-four. rules suspended. Elias KO. Uh, one-on-one. King of the Ring. Main event. Good match. Not bad. They went at it, got this stuff out the way, did the thing, both sides. Uh, Elias got a theme song change. Uh, look, if we just go and talk from the musical standpoint, that's over two. Buddy Murphy music change. Ugh. Elias theme song change. Ugh. I'm I'm not big on them, but the theme song, even though, does have a major part to do with the reception toward the Superstar. I'm willing to be a little bit more mature of a watcher now and care more about the Superstar than the theme song and the entrance. (coughs) In-ring work matters the most. So anyway, Elias and KO, they had their good match Uh, midway through the best in the world comes down just to get a ringside seat seemingly reconsidering uh, his position on the $100,000 dollar fine he received oh well he gave it to uh, Kevin Owens and uh, hey whatever uh, KO lies like I said they have having a match and eventually Shano <laughs> it turns out to be Wearing the referee shirt. <laughs> there is a lane. Uh, I, hey, man. Look, if they're going to continue the rivalry, I'm not here to say that I'm for or against it. You know? Uh, Shane O'Mac is definitely an on-screen character. He is in Storyline, the commissioner of SmackDown Live, and outside of Storyline, he is the chairman's son. So, if he's going to be on TV, y'all can complain all you like. Maybe maybe Vince will listen to y'all. But I'm not about to try to sit here and complain to Mr. McMahon about... uh. All right. I'm not going to sit here and try to complain to Mr. McMahon about how often we see Shane. Because we see a lot of characters often. Uh, complaining about it ain't going to make it go away. It's just going to make the storyline... Uh, continue regardless. So, uh, whatever. Shano rocking the referee shirt just to show that him, him and Owen still clearly got beef. Uh, good stuff. Elias, the thing, gets a roll up. Shano throws the fast pin in just like Elias got the fast pin from last week. Uh, you know, had its, had its comical element, had the heel heat to it, Oh, look, man, sometimes the funniest part of WWE television to me, and it's not always funny, but it's really just knowing that the old man is trolling the crowd, Not not to discount, you know, anything, anything. But it's just like, oh God, man! <laughs> like you, you do know these people are gonna be pissed about this, right, Mister McMahon? Whatever. Somebody's got a birthday coming up. I think we're just gonna throw that in there now because we're not gonna have, we're not gonna have any WWE TV going on uh, for his birthday. He doesn't really like celebrating it or broadcasting said celebration. So, all right, but whatever. Either way. Uh, Elias moves forward in the King of the Ring tournament, so, wow, alright, anyway, throughout the night, uh, we've had a a hooded uh, figure with a pillowcase over his head in the back with Daniel Bryan and Rowan, and this is apparently the culprit uh, behind uh, all of Roman's attacks, Oh, who could it be? Excuse me. They were building toward it all night. Had enough time left in the show to get into it. Uh, Roman had been moving about and looming just to, you know, let it be known. Like, look, Big Dog is going to eat whomever has been trying to piss him off. And Roman's backstage with him, whatever take the pillowcase off Scooby Doo style and it turns out to be uh I've seen a couple of jokes one of the funnier ones I've heard was Eric Rowan's dad <laughs> and well no but really it's uh, some random stranger and he looks just like Rowan this is interesting because Buddy Murphy said that it was Rowan Literally seemed to be an assumption. Now, Buddy Murphy said it looked like Rowan... It ro- looked like Rowan, kind of, sort of. He could have been, you know... Could have been off in that and whatever. They're trying to write him that he's changing his story. But, by the end of it all... Nice little twist. It, it, Buddy Murphy clearly just saw the wrong thing. Alright. And... Uh, now, it really... Leaves a level of intrigue, part Yeah, it really leaves a level of intrigue with the storyline. Like, who is this guy and what the hell does he have to do with the company? What he was, dri- he looks like a guy that drives a forklift sometimes. Anybody could do it if you work hard enough at it, but you know, uh, okay, uh, whatever, right? Everyone was fairly dumbfounded. I was, uh, well not shocked because i didn't know who to expect especially someone that doesn't seem to have any affiliation with wwe but uh hey again it moves the storyline forward it has everyone with a bunch of question marks you know like you could hope they were almost visible you know at the end of the show great stuff i i'm not gonna be mad at it i think uh some some fans in the WWE universe are uh, being fairly critical, saying that the storyline is starting to run its course. But I think honestly, this is now just starting to turn up. Like now, it's uh, now it's really starting to get interesting. But this I man, look, ultimately, this is building Roman to no end. This is this is great character development for him. It's built a level of sympathy for him. He's. Uh, being received well by the crowd across the country and uh this is again all you can really ask for when it comes to the big dog so the top guy in the company so it was all right uh and that was smackdown live folks real fun show uh you know it uh, went by fairly well it was a nice bit of action with every segment and uh every segment seemingly missed something also so uh Good stuff. 205 Live, whole episode was dedicated to the captain's uh, challenge. Five on five picks from Oni Larkin and Drew Gulak. These guys clearly have a beef, and they're going to settle it. And I'm, uh... Hey, I'm not mad at it. I can't sit here and rattle off all ten names. But it was a lot of top-slotted superstars in 205 Live. It was, uh... I mean, ultimately, uh, was is it uh, Garza from NXT and uh, my man Isaiah Swerve Scott uh, got the got the excuse me got the opportunity to uh, come on up or come on over and you know do their thing on the product and you know it was a very entertaining match for for the hour that it was on. It was spread out enough. They had enough uh, the open element with the little funny story just to. Keep the crowd engaged after you know sitting for a couple of hours and watching you know uh, SmackDown and such like that. So it was all right. I wasn't I wasn't opposed to how the match flowed or progressed. Ultimately, Umberto Carrillo and uh, Oni Lorkin, the team captain, was standing tall. And uh, hey, it was it was good stuff. You know, uh, they tried to have an element in the match, Angel, Angel Garza being Humberto Carrillo's, uh, what is it, real life cousin, and those two having a small rivalry, so they, it was all good, it was a lot of things that took place in that match that were just, uh, you know, uh, just just good stuff as far as five on five goes, it had a Survivor Series feel to it, it We're still a little ways out, but it was alright, wasn't bad at all. And shouts to my son Swerve Scott. You know what I mean, I'm glad that he they gave me an opportunity to come on back over. It was really dope. But um, yeah, good stuff to all ten gentlemen. And uh, we had some matches set up for next week. I think we're gonna get uh, Kalisto taking on Davari, and we're gonna get uh, the Brian Kendrick taking on um, Gentleman Jack. So, hey, look forward to those. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. So, shouts to everybody that brings you the podcast each and every week. I will uh, catch you guys next week for Monday Night Raw. Till then, be responsible with your power, y'all. Peace.